Hey guys, and welcome to a new episode of Midnight Climax. We're here in the Blue Room, and we're going to first discuss about our new segment. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're just going to keep going. It's <laughs> Supernaturals. <laughs> Paranormal of like the 50 states. It's just so much fun. <laughs> we had so much fun making this. But we want to bring it to you. So we're going to do this. This is the third time. Third time's the charm. After this, there's no more. No more editing. Nothing. It is just this for you, the listeners. Straight raw from the Blue Room. Midnight Climax with me and Darius. I have Maine. <laughs> Darius has Vermont. Which is by far a better state than Maine. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. I'm sure Maine is beautiful. But as far as cryptid, no. Doesn't have too much greatness going on. But we can talk about this guy or girl or monster or anything like that that we can figure out here. Um, yeah, and then afterwards we're going to talk about our main segment, which is the Mandela Effect, which was quite interesting, but at the same time, it was almost like we already knew it, in a way, which is kind of weird too. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, let's get started. Uh, 50 states. I guess we need to come up with a better name for that. That is why I like got caught up in that. Just calling it 50 states sounds weird. What should we call it? The supernatural and the cryptids of the 50s? No. The soup, just the supernatural? No. It's, see, this is hard. Weird US. No, I feel like that's already a thing. That is, it's a book series. Oh, okay, see, that's, I was going to say, I'm pretty that sure I've read it. every single state. See, there you go. So, 50 states. And you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, 50 states and bizarre stuff? The, the bizarre 50 states. There you go, the bizarre 50 states. That is what that is called now. The bizarre 50 states. Check one. Check <laughs> Okay, so we get it. You guys get it. We just wasted almost three minutes of your life. You're welcome. The rest hopefully isn't a waste, but my, my main is a waste. So here we go. All right. So I want to take you to the cold, dense forest state of Maine. Uh, there actually is an international cryptozoology museum there. And it was ranked the seventh weirdest museum in the world by Times. Now, for a state to have a cryptozoology museum is pretty intense. And when I first saw that, I 100% was like, hell yeah. I'm right. going to find so many cool cryptids and whatever. Like you're assuming like that state itself is a yeah, cryptid. Yeah, I, like, I thought it was going like a huge thing. Right. No. Negative. Other than your typical Bigfoot werewolves and like your alienness, which every state com right. claims, you know, I didn't find anything but this awesome little barrel of a creature. Its name Cassie, and and it was found at Casco Bay, Maine. Uh, you can either call it a sea serpent or even a sea monster if you want, but Cassie was named by Lauren Coleman, who was also a cryptozoologist. Not a cryptid, but she is a cryptozoologist. 
So not only does she name it, but she works in this stuff, which is pretty cool. I hope her name comes up a lot more in this segment. Um, the descriptions of this serpent is weird. Uh, it's 60 to 100 feet, foot long, which almost triples in size. Like, that's just unreal. It swims very fast. Its body is thick as a barrel. And the colors that are described as dark green, molted brown, black, or any of the above with black spots. Um, thinking about this, and, you know, we laughed about it being a natural barrel or a tree with right. this branch sticking out and people, like, confusing it. 60 feet is a big tree. Yeah. There is no barrel that size either. Mm. There's definitely not a whiskey barrel or a rum barrel. There is a log. I just can't think of a log. I mean, a log could be 60 foot. You're right. right. Definitely. For sure. I don't know. I just don't... I, that would be the only there concept. There are claimed pictures of it, though, aren't there? Like, supposed pictures. I haven't seen any. No? No? I didn't look. Um, is so, this basically a... Uh, off-brand version of Nessie yeah basically so it was thought to be a plesiosaur oh by the way hold on before I start this or finish this they actually thought it was some kind of older fish mm -hmm. like basically a dinosaur um, thought to be a plesiosaur but they said it was not because it swims too fast and the neck sticks straight up so they were like mm, can't be that so what people are saying that it's most likely or could be, which is this whale-like creature um, from a long time ago, a Zoogalodon. And if you look at pictures of it, it kind of looks like a whale and a barracuda mixed together. But... It's like a gray, grayish looking... Yeah, gray-blue sure. thing. Yeah, it's usual. But um, it hasn't been seen in decades. And the two possible reasons and i'm not kidding this is literally what they say is it's extinct or it migrated so the people that think of cassie actually think it was real which is cool because that means that there's a good chance that like just like nessie tons of people said nessie was real i mean who says that like i mean think of our oceans we know nothing about our oceans it'd be crazy if this was like so long ago like jokes decades aside. ago like yeah jokes aside decades ago Let's say the 50s and 60s, right. 1950s and 60s. The the water temperature up there has changed. The uh, the fish probably migrated, so it migrated. You know, its food source migrated. Where's it going to go? Think of sharks today. Think of why they're coming so close to the beach. Because fish are coming so close to the beach. There, everything's migrating. So who knows? That actually could be a pretty good reason. <coughs> Excuse me, but. Realistically, I have no idea, and I, it is very interesting that they believe that like that. Those were their two explanations of why they haven't seen it: extinct or migrated. Um, it's just it, it's crazy, you know. It's crazy that the first one we do is a sea monster. I wish I would have just unlocked this monster. I feel like I may have had more, but that's it. That's all they have on Cassie. Gotta crawl before you run. Yeah, we're slow crawling with the first date. Huh. Next date, hopefully, we'll take the pace a bit. You mean Vermont? Yeah, Vermont. Your state. Yep. All righty. There we go. Let's go. 
So looking at Vermont, there's actually a, a good amount. Like, obviously, it's probably not the best state when it comes to, like, the supernatural or just, like, weird stuff like that. You know, when I think of that kind of stuff, I think about, like, New Jersey and yeah. all that good stuff. I never really thought about Vermont. But I will say, after listening to that, this has made me like Vermont a little more. <laughs> <laughs> so Vermont, I chose the Benningen Triangle and <clears throat> the lost city or the lost town, I should say, of Glastonbury. Okay. So, located in southern Vermont, northeast of Bennington, lies an area of backcountry. It's an area consisting of 35 to 37 square miles of unbroken wilderness, and it peaks over 3,000 feet in elevation. Uh, the centerpiece being the town of Glastonbury, which is now just a ghost town, basically. Okay. Honestly, you probably can't even differentiate de- 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 it. I can't talk. I can't pronounce it's basically just all like nature's taken over right so you probably wouldn't be able to honestly tell tell, right from satellite images at least uh that town was actually named from the largest mountain in the area which was glastonbury okay which is around 3747 feet tall it's a pretty good mountain i mean for the east coast yeah for the east coast at least we're not talking the rockies and shit but glastonbury was tried in 1761 by bennington wentworth the governor of new hampshire at the time uh, Bennington Wentworth was actually quite a character. Uh, one of the things I found interesting about him was the fact that he was trying to claim as much land as possible at the time of, you know, him running it. Right. So he was charting as much towns, granting him as much towns as possible. Um, didn't really give much mind of, like, where he would put the towns at or where they're located. Not even thinking about, like, how the towns would even stay going for a long time, you know, with its resources and all that stuff. Uh, his main challenger being New York, which was also doing the same thing, but I feel like probably did a better job at it. Right. Um, Wentworth had no clue about geography, so whenever he was charting this town, he literally was just drawing lines on a piece of paper. I mean, one of the things that was the most interesting about this was the fact that in this town was two territories, right? Yeah. Those two territories didn't talk to each other, didn't really interact with each other because elevation like they couldn't even like get to each other because of just like where they're located geographically wise you know so like that that in general that thing right there just especially because this is back like in the 1760s 1770s it just wasn't like a good area right um actually i shouldn't say that because the town actually didn't even get settlement until the early 1800s um the town actually uh the first part of the town, like the first, the beginning of the town, mostly went off, took advantage of the resources, which was lumber and charcoal. <clears throat> Glattenberry, being a large town, I already told you, was located in two segments, or two settlements, I mean. The logging town of Fayville in the northwestern part of the territory, and then there was southern Glattenberry, which I already went over. The towns were never connected, and like I said, because of the mountain and all that. Um, <clears throat> Southern Glastonbury was the center of the town and the headquarters of the majority of the charcoal operations. The town only had one store, and that was the company store. Huh. And it was actually, I found this actually quite cool. It was considered the last frontier of Vermont. Okay, and at the time, I mean, this was in in that period men outnumbered women and the law barely existed 
So, huh. and this is is the east though. You know what I mean? This isn't the wild west. This right. is this is in a more considered civilized area at the time. Right. So it's the wild west and the east. Huh. Uh, the town had the steepest railroad ever built in the U.S. And actually, this was kind of cool. The tracks would climb an astonishing 250 feet every mile, every per nine miles, which is or per mile. Yeah. If I read that right, what? Well, anyway, I mean, it was just really tall. In fact, actually, I don't know if it's still the tallest railroad yeah. in America, but at the time, I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty steep. That's pretty steep. Going up there. Anyway, everything turned around whenever eventually the town ran out of resources because they chopped down all the wood and they used basically all the charcoal of the territory, so they had to find a new way to support the town. So what did they do? Well, what would any town do? They became a tourist town. Right. And they be, they could do that because of the tallest railroad. That was their main attraction. So the railroad remained there, but it was no longer being used. Uh, it was eventually, I want to say it was eventually replaced with the Bangton Woodford Electric Railroad. Okay. Which, that's what helped make it a tourist destination. The whole place changed. The railroad switched over to using trolley cars. Uh, the house, or the the Brownie and Old Loggers house, which was one of the only places, like one of the main places there, became a hotel. The company store became a casino, and the town opened up for vacation. The book, the, the town first opened up in nineteen or eighteen ninety. Yeah, it opened up in nineteen eighty seven. Nineteen eighty seven. No, I was fucking with you. No, it opened up actually in 1897. I, I fucked I up the like, first part, and I that? I just wanted to... I was going to say, how is that even possible? <laughs> how did I... Yeah, no. I just kept on selling on words. But no, the town first opened up for uh, a, <clears throat> a vacation destination in the summer of 1897. And their first season was actually very successful. Like, they did very good. And if it wasn't for the troubles of their past, they would have kept on doing good. But unfortunately since the geography was a bitch and they didn't do the like they didn't manage the resources right they ran into a few problems since the mountains were stripped of the trees they are very prone to flooding and soil erosions so basically in in 1898 a devastating flood ended the tracks of the town for good and everything went to ruin that was the ending of the town basically okay it became a ghost town. The population of town plummeted to almost nothing after getting attention by Rivley's Bay or not in the 1930s. The state of Vermont had realized that the town only contained three people and all were under the Madison family name. Each one of them held um, office. So, like, the whole entire place was being run by the same family, which, in their eyes, not only the fact that it was like a very small, like, literally nothing, nobody living there town and as well as a whole family just running the place they're like hey no that's not gonna really that's not going well you know so they decided to actually uh disorganize the town and that was into that like officially at the time that was actually very rare by the way like i didn't know that first of all i didn't really know like how that worked you know like if like a state could like disorganize a town right I didn't know any of that stuff, and also apparently it was a very rare thing at the time for a state to even do that. 
Um, <clears throat> all right, so let's talk about Glastonbury. So that's the whole entire like basic history of it. Um, after that, Glastonbury Mountain or Glastonbury was apparently one of Vermont's most haunted places in the whole entire state. In 1992, local author, folklorist Joseph Citro coined the term the Bennington Triangle. So the whole entire thing starts with the Native Americans refusing to venture into the Glastonbury Mountain, fearing that the land was cursed. Right. Uh, they would use the land to bury their dead, apparently. Okay. Which is pretty weird. I, I don't know why they would, you know, avoid that land. I mean, I'm guessing that maybe it was because of the whole entire fact that I guess there was disorienting winds they described around there. Right. Um... What should I say? So I guess some of the natives believe that there is a stone in the mountains that can swallow a human whole if stepped on. Okay. Now, I didn't really, from the information I was reading into, I didn't really get into the details of this stone. But I was very curious about this stone. Like, first of all, I just don't understand how they got into that. Like, how did they come up with that, you know? Like, right. if some... I guess maybe a story of, like, some guy was walking in the mountains and he just, like, stepped on a stone and he fucking fell into a leaves and they were like, holy shit, and they just, like, ran off. And that's right. how the story started. I don't know. I just feel like that's a pretty, um... That's a pretty... Interesting tale. It is a pretty interesting tale, yeah. Um, when settlers would cross through the mountains, they would report hearing weird sounds, noises, and odors. In 1867, there was alleged wild man sighting where a mysterious uh, spectator would venture down the woods and he would expose himself to women. Like That's terrible. Yeah, he would just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know that one movie with Seth Rogen where the guy runs around the mall and he was just like... Hey. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I imagined whenever I read this. Apparently, one of the things that people like would describe him as is he would like carry a revolver and like a long coat. Which is, besides the revolver part. I that mean, is what the guy was wearing. Yeah, that's what the guy was wearing. Observe and um, Report. That was the movie. That was the new movie. I'm pretty sure that's the name of the movie. Still, Mall, mall Cop Still Dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, in 1892, the Fayetteville mill worker, Henry McDowell, went crazy and murdered John Crawley by bashing him in the head with a piece of wood on a rock with... I guess, yeah, I guess he just had the rock, like, on the piece of wood. Like, kind of, like, just like a, like a hatchet. Right. With a rock. I guess, by the way, uh, same guy that exposed himself. Okay. So, he's already, like, got a weird thing going on. Right. And, he, you know, he's now he's killing people. And he fled off to Connecticut, where later he would confess. He would mention that he would hear voices in his head and that they wouldn't leave him alone and eventually that he was committed to an asylum in Waterbury, where he would eventually escape. He escaped it? Yeah, he escaped. <laughs> and the murders would continue. Okay. Now, we don't know if the murders were him at this point, but murders were going on in the town. Right. Um, so, yeah, that guy, the exposing himself guy, and then, you know, murdering people, going to asylum, escapes. Most people believe... Or at least the local people believe that he returned back to his hometown. Right. 
and the reason why is because all these people started going missing in the town right uh for example here's some names john harbor which was murdered the deer camp who was looking for his brother and his family friend he was hunting with his cousins and his family right he was hunting yeah he was hunting okay he was hunting with his family and his friend hunting at night and they heard a blast of a gun then a cry of somebody saying they've been shot his body was found and it looked like it was moved to a gun to look like it was a suicide his legs are coming out of a uh, cedar tree okay Sometime in the early 19th century, a stagecoach full of passengers were making their way over the mountains, and it was a violent, rainy, dark night. The rain was so bad that they had to stop and slow down, eventually stopping fully. The driver hopped out with a lantern, and he was trying to, like, see what the situation was, you know, like, see what what he's going to have to do about, like, you know, the rain. And I guess the people or the passengers on the the stagecoach heard something in the trees nearby and eventually i guess one of the passengers like could like make out i guess a face in the woods and i guess the thing in the woods eventually jumped out and they saw him and they described him as tremendous in size um roughly eight feet tall i guess very hairy and i mean like a bigfoot like a like Sasquatch? It, yeah, like Sasquatch, but see, no, they don't... I feel like they're a little more creative than that. They called it, I guess not too creative, the Bennington Monster. The Bennington Monster. The Bennington Monster. And actually, something very interesting most people believe is the Bennington Monster is actually... Um, the Bigfoot. I'm <laughs> just joking. No, the Bennington Monster it's is actually John Crawley. Oh, okay. So he, like, turned? And no, 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 no. He didn't turn. He was just... He straight up, like... He's just, it was Harry. That's he's just all. this guy? He was just this guy, and he's all, like, fucked up now, you know? He's all crazy. The way how I imagine is if you release a pig into, like, the wild, <laughs> he just becomes a wild boar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is that what happens? I'm pretty sure you can tell it's still domesticated because it dies. It's just not going to know how to feed itself. <laughs> it's not going to know how to protect. Well, I mean, it is a pig. They're pretty smart. Maybe it does. In 1945, people would begin to disappear without a trace. The first one being a 74-year-old middle, 74-year-old Middle Rivers, who worked as a hunting and fishing guide. Another example was December 1st, 1946. 18-year-old um, Daveria Wilden. Actually, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Put your names all the time. It's all I, good. It's all good. That's yeah. that's the whole point of podcast. Just butchering the name. Anything media-wise, it's the butcher names. The third was on Columbus Day, nineteen fifty. Paul Jepson. Like honestly, the list goes on. I have a whole list of just people disappearing, and I mean, I guess one of the things that's actually quite interesting about this because this is literally, I want to say roughly like five years, just people constantly going missing was the fact that they're all evenly divided by gender, so right. the same amount of each sex was abducted right um it was the same time of the year every every year and for some reason so this is an actual phenomenon yeah this was an actual phenomenon Phenomenon. look i'm actually being able to talk phenomenon 
<laughs> Another fact that they said was eight to seven, the average age of them being abducted was from eight to seventy four. But I wasn't really going to mention that because eight to seventy four is like that's literally yeah. basically from sixty <laughs> to one hundred and fifty feet. Hey, what's going on? That's basically what. Okay. Yeah. So this place just has. A weird history of people disappearing in the woods. In the woods, which happens all the time. This guy killing some. This guy only only thing that was really recorded was him killing one person, going to this asylum, escaping, not really knowing that he's gone back there, but people believe he did. And then he became some monster roaming around the place. Probably he doesn't need to expose himself anymore because he probably is just always exposed now. <laughs> and yeah, I mean that was really the main thing, but it did mention that like. Like every other state, there is UFO sighting. Like a yeah. lot of UFO sightings there, right. and Bigfoot. I mean, it was it was still cool. Yeah, like, the, the fact, definitely like the parts a, I was able to talk. Right, right. Sorry, guys, my handwriting's really bad. <laughs> cannot read. He cannot take notes. I cannot take notes. Um, it seems like there was a lot for uh, this, but it was an actual, you know, phenomena. Yeah, phenomena. Stop using that word. I just like it. Phenomena. Phenomena. Anyways, it was definitely like a paranormal sign. Did it up? Did it up mean? I'd say so. I don't know. By much. Mine was quick and like, you know, painless, I felt. I'm not saying yours was painful, just the bizarre 50 states segment. We're definitely going to have to spruce it up a little bit, pick some really good topping, top, <laughs> topics. Toppings. And toppings. We're at Cold Stone. Yeah. <laughs> and like, just get to it. Do you want the white Oreos? The vanilla Oreos? Don't, you don't call them white Oreos. The yellow ones? That's okay. Speak about Oreos. Did you know that the double stuff Oreo only has one F in the stuff part? I did not know that. And that brings us to our next topic. The Mandela effect. That was a good, you know, little segue there. Alright. So, the Mandela effect. Very interesting. I'm sure most of you have actually heard about it. Uh, I have asked some people today, just while I was making notes, just people that I know or work with or anything like that, and a lot of them actually don't know about it, so I thought the majority of people know about it. Well, at least by now, since like a 10-year. Oh, well, it's been called... Okay, so... Well, didn't it start off as like... phenomenon <laughs> has been dubbed the Mandela Effect back in 2010 when this like shared false memory like of uh nelson mandela dying in prison in the 80s a lot of people believe that especially it basically came from this lady named fiona broom or brahm uh there you go butchering some names uh was talking about it but you know she claimed that she thought that Thousands of people thought exactly the same way, which it is true. A lot of people did believe that. Now and I stumbled upon a whole entire Reddit full of people. That so believe. right. So like, me personally, I knew he didn't die. I knew that he died. He died, by the way, in 2013, and he actually was the president of South Africa from 1994 to 1999. Now I learned about that in school, so I knew specifically that he was president and that of South Africa and all that kind of stuff. So that was really interesting to me that that's why we... I understood why we called it it. <clears throat> but uh, he did not die in prison in the 1980s. So 
there's a lot that goes into it. And a lot of people say that it didn't, well, like, that was one of the biggest ones, and that was one of the more recent ones. But the history of it actually puts it back, a little bit back. Um, Pierre, Janet, and Sigmund Freud, or something like that, Freud, Freud, I don't know. Sigmund Freud. Sigmund Freud? Yeah. Okay. Um, He, Sigmund, was a founder of psychoanalysts, and Pierre was a French neurologist. Uh, Basically, they came together. Um, Pierre also was a, he was a psychological pioneer. Both of them was investigating false memory phenomenon. Phenomena. And uh, they did tons of experiments. I'm not going to get into all the names because there was a lot of experiments done through this in the 70s and stuff like that in the 60s. But, like, they always came up with different outcome basically depending on the group of people. So, like, it was almost like it was kind of split. Like, a group of people would have this huge memory, so a shared memory of the wrong thing and then another group of people would have the right thing okay so i there was a bunch of different reasons like of why this happened or what happened and basically some of the causes was trauma uh sleep deprivation misinformation just straight misguided information group basically being in a group setting and people saying this is what happened and then listening to it and saying oh well yeah that happened so not really figuring out what's going on for themselves so being more of a follower and then being selective with what they hear uh kind of like you know you're watching a movie or you're listening to a song and you like ignore half the song and then you come home and be like wait what did they say and then or you know missing a lyric or something like that and then you just form like a whole entire different memory in your head yeah and that's how that happens, which is crazy. I, I mean, yeah, so I, I'm not necessarily going into the theory. I'm not necessarily a believer in the Mandela effect. Okay. But when I first discovered it, I was, I kind of was. Hey, now, yeah, you probably went really deep into I did, everything. I, I did. Well, it was mostly YouTube videos. I didn't go really into the website. The rabbit really read. Yeah, I mean, and basically, I mean, some of the stuff that, I, you know, is the most famous stuff that people just... The only the one of the biggest things you get into one of the, the the first things that someone always mentions whenever you go into this topic is the fucking Berenstain Bears. It's <laughs> the first thing the movie starts off like that. Which, yeah. by the way, I haven't watched all of it, but it, I never. I mean, the beginning it. wasn't that bad, honestly. It was kind of sad, but maybe I should watch it. It, it might be a good movie. Um, I'll check that out if you haven't, because uh, I need to still. But yeah, it's the Berenstain Bears. You know, with the whole entire fact that most people think it's. Berenstain, or Baron like the with the E, I guess Berenstein. What is it? Do you know? Yeah, it's Berenstain with the A. Is it? Yeah, isn't it? You sure? That's what I believe it is. Yeah, Berenstain. That's what it. That's what. That's what this universe actually has it at least. You're right. I am right. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah, it I is. just wanted to make sure. <laughs> No, yes. You don't know. I don't know, man. It's one simple letter, I mean, you know. I was right. I was Could be both. Was, I had a check mark right next to it just to just to make sure. Just to make sure. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the ones that I always hear is the Shazam and Kazam. Uh, I I honestly believe just people are mixing up people. Yeah, I think it's one. just like that one. And then uh, the Baron Saint Bears. I 
I personally don't know because I was whenever, never into it myself. So. Well, so whenever I was a kid, we had the books, but at the same time, like, I was like five. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, why am I going to remember how it's spelled? And then uh, another really big one, the Monopoly Man. Yeah. That, okay. That one got me because I I did think he had a a, a monocle. Yeah. Do you I, know his name? Not Monopoly Man. Mono- it's not Monopoly Man. What is his name? You don't know it? Mr. Monopoly Man. Mr. Uh, Monopoly. No. Monopoly. You got this. Rich Uncle Pennybags. Okay, see, how would I know that? Uh, I, I mean, I found Rich out by Uncle doing Pennybags. research. <laughs> so, yeah, basically they had him but wearing a monocle, or see, people thought that I, he was I wearing a monocle. I specifically remembered him, because you know in the, the front of the Monopoly game where he's coming out of the O? Yeah. I just always remembered it with like a monocle, like a gray monocle coming out onto his face. That's what I remember. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe not. Like, maybe it was the O that you saw, or the hat, or something. Or just his eye. Maybe it was a shadow on the box. Maybe someone drew it on the box. Right. You know, like, like you were a kid. Who knows? Maybe you doodled on it. It was like 10 years ago. Um, but there are also some things that have really good explanations for. Like, Queen. We are the champions. Okay. Everybody thinks... At the end... It's, it's, it ends with the world. Right, uh, the world. But it ends just with nothing. Like an instrumental ending. Right. Actually, in live events, they do save the world. Yeah. Like Live Aid. Also, in the movie The Mighty Ducks. Yeah. They end it with the, the world. world. So, uh, there are cases where people just get confused. And I have heard, Actually, and I haven't looked, but I have heard on LPs and vinyl, UK vinyls... It says the world, where in the United States it just ends. That we are the champions. Okay, so I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. So you do have a big group of people that do remember. The That's world like part. so. If it's in UK, there's a good chance that all of Europe is selling the UK edition. Right. Where America is selling the U- United States edition. Right. So there's like, it's hard. Like I'm like a lot of this stuff is just kind of like, you know, you don't. It's just. It's almost like a misleading thing. Probably all the digital ones are based off the American. It mostly, yeah, it does. I mean, that's what people are listening to now. But um, yeah, and then now one of the big ones, which is really crazy, and I thought was actually really cool, because I'm a fan of James Bond, and I actually I still think this is wrong. So, and I think it's just editing for digital copies. Like I think this happened. This I think this was a thing, and then they decided to edit it later, like whenever they came out with the Blu-ray or DVD of it. Which um, James Bond is this? Moonraker. Oh. So, have you ever seen that one? No, but I know of it. Okay, so, like, it has the bad guy Jaws in it, who has, like, these braces, basically. And, and there's a scene, and there's, like, a, it's a famous scene. Like, I feel like everybody knows the scene, because it's, like, when a bad guy falls in love with that, like, pretty ditzy girl. And it's kind of funny, the way it happens, because the way that they come together... Is because they both had braces. There's no other reason for these people to have anything like in common other than the braces. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they have. They both had braces. They did. She doesn't have braces anymore. She has no braces. And I. I. Uh, her name is Dolly. And Dolly like is supposed to. She smiles at him whenever he shows his braces, and she has braces, and then they like go off together. Mm-hmm. Like that is the scene. Um, in an actual description, by the way, it does say the complete opposite of Jaws, like talking about like this, is a short blonde girl 
with pigtails, glasses, and braces. It is her influence that leads Jaws to the side of good, and she also hears the one line Jaws says in the movies, in his two movies, well, here's to us. In her description, it says she has braces. And this is the only one that I'm really big on. But the scene doesn't show the, it. No, no more. At all through the movie. But you remember specifically there being braces in that movie. Yeah, I did. I, now I haven't seen it in a long did it time. Have like a little sparkle? Not really, but yes. It was, they were metallic. Right. You can tell they were metallic. Like they were, because his are like just straight, like metal, basically. Right. But yeah, so. Got those. That's crazy to me. Like that, whenever I saw that, I was like, get out of here. Because I'm not going to lie, I haven't seen that movie since it was like on sci fi in like early 2000s, maybe the 90s. Now I own it. Right. But I haven't like watched that one. Uh, not exactly a, a more but fan. You, you like looked over the footage, like the video and all that. Yeah. I, whenever I heard about it, I looked it up and it, it was that way. But I mean, me personally, I'm just not a big, uh, was it Roger Moore that played him? Right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, it was just wasn't. What, that's the one of the late eighties ones, right? Yeah. I just wasn't a big fan of his. So like, I just kind of watch other ones but yeah so there's a lot of them you know the famous star wars line yeah luke i am your father that's that's not the it never happened one. no it's luke no no it doesn't say it luke. doesn't say luke what is it it's just i no. no i'm your father i'm your father yeah see i don't want to believe that <laughs> but it is what it is yeah uh one of the things i found was the oscar meyer one you, did you think that it was the other way? Uh, I used to eat Oscar Mayer hot dogs, and I could have sworn that it was Oscar Mayer. Like Mayer? Yeah. yeah. Skechers, no tea. I remember a, tea, I remember a tea being in Skechers. Wait, there's no tea in Skechers? There's no tea in Skechers. Get out of here. No, there is no fucking tea in Skechers. What? Yeah. That's crazy. No, look it up yourself. There is no tea in Skechers. I believe it. Uh, we've already went over this a while ago with Sex in the City. Yeah. A lot of people think it's Sex in the City. It's Sex and the City. It's Sex and the City. Sex and the City. Looney Tunes, as in iTunes, instead of Tunes. Right. Uh, Jif. Now, honestly, I'm like a big fan butter? of peanut butter, and I never remember it being called Jiffy. Of course, being born in 2001, you know... Maybe... See, I thought, it, I thought it was Jif. Really? Yeah. I always... Like, I always remember being Jif. Yeah. Maybe people are thinking about that other peanut butter called, what was it? Something, it's, it goes like, it's know. the blue one. I don't know. Come on, Andy, I know. I just know pe Search up I, peanut butter. <laughs> because, no, because I'm being serious. Like, I think people are getting Jif and the other one, I think it's called, like, it starts with S, I believe. I'm not sure, but I think they're getting those two mixed up together. Mm. No? I don't know. Um, I mean, there was a Curious George one with no tail. I don't... I mean, I want to say I do remember... Because I went to go see the movie in theaters. Yeah. Like, when it came out. Right. But at the same time, I was like four. Right. Five. So I can't really go off that. I My think sister watched Curious George, though, like the TV show. Right. When I was a bit older, and I do remember him having a tail. But at the same time, maybe they just didn't want to have a tail because it would have been too much effort. You know what I mean? With right. Tail. Um... One of mine was Pikachu, with the black on its tail. 
I definitely thought growing up watching it that he had black on his tail, like afterwards. The Curious George one, I knew he didn't have one. Skippy. Skippy peanut butter. Oh, oh, Skippy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Okay. Which is not bad peanut butter. Yeah, no, By the way, I like Skippy. Skippy's pretty good. You ever had the balls? Skippy balls? No. <laughs> Skippy balls. They're good. Uh, Kit Kat has no dash. Yeah, which that doesn't really bother me. Cheese its has no zits. Has no Z. It's just cheese it. There's no Z in cheese its. Um, me personally, I did think that there was a Z in cheese its. I think one of them was C3PO. So Silver Lake. The Silver Lake. But yeah. the thing is, is like, I, I think with that one, it could either be because of the grainy picture. I just don't think people were able to tell, honestly. Right. Or uh, it, he could have edited it. George Lucas could have easily edited that in later on. They, well, because that's... No because that's what happened in the first movie. Like, that was supposed to, like, kind of... That's, like, one of those scenes... The fact that he has that silver leg is supposed to be, like, a nod, in a sense, to the prequels. Well, maybe... I, and I haven't really looked into it, but maybe it was because of the fact that they enchanced the silver leg with, what was it, like the 2000 re-releases and all that? Mm-hmm. They enchanted the Silver Lake, but in the older version, since it was mostly watched on VHS and all that. And I think, was there ever a, a DVD release of the original? Or was that... No, he no, edited them really before early. Before the DVD, yeah. I think so. So the only version of the original would have been on VHS. And honestly, I don't think that you would be... Since it's all metallic, I don't think you'd be able to tell, especially because most scenes, I feel like, with um, C-3PO was kind of wide panned right like you know what i mean how it's always like zoomed out on him yeah it was never really that close up right and plus if it was it would be above his leg i feel like right so and then you know uh the whole from forrest gump the line life is like a box of chocolates he never said that yeah he says life was like a box of chocolates or fruit loops yeah <laughs> are you know the hannibal lecter one i don't know the hannibal lecter one. well the silence of the lambs Hannibal never says uh, the hello Clarice. He never says that. Man, get the fuck out of here. I watched that like last week. He never said it. He just says good morning and that's it. No, he says something Clarice. No. What about King Henry? So when like it says when Clarice first meets Hannibal Lecter, he simply just says good morning. Maybe people are just like Maybe you put your mind because it's in there because you watch it and you hear people hello Clarice or you know how we like how we thought he said it. Well, he says Clarice at some point. So maybe, maybe you just put it in in it yourself. What about uh, King Henry with the turkey leg? I don't know that one. You don't know that one? No. You never saw the painting of King Henry with turkey leg? No. Uh, maybe. Well, he doesn't have a turkey leg. I guess I really can't say anything about it since you never really saw that one, but. Mm. Well, you know the movie interview with the vampire? It's with, it's an interview with a vampire. With the vampire. Yeah. Not interview with a vampire. That one, I've always thought it's interview with a vampire. How about the tank man incident? Which one? Where the man walked in front of the tank. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah. So people believe that he got ran over. They remember him getting ran over. Oh, no. I don't remember him getting ran over. No. He, he stopped it, right? They, yeah, they stopped, and then they yeah, like. He's, they, but people are saying that they remember him getting ran over and it being a big tragedy. Huh. That one's actually interesting. I feel like out of all of them, that that one actually kind of has like an actual article on it and all that on that jazz. Right. Um, 
let's see, uh, Free of the Loom. Me and you went over that one. Actually, yeah, that one was ago. super weird. That was weird. That was a weird one. <laughs> because I own some Fruit of Loom shirts, like the white ones. I just thought that the past logo was that. But there, it wasn't. Yeah. No, there was no such logo. Uh, you already went over Pikachu with the black tail. Right. Uh, I mean, there's just, there's a lot. The Mona Lisa smiling. Yeah, I mean, that one's just like, isn't she, she supposed does, to be emotionless? Yeah, but she does have like a little smirk. Right. She always had like a little smirk. I yeah, think. I've always known her to look like that. But yeah, and then, you know, double stuff Oreo, of course. The Skechers one gets me, though, because I always thought that there was a T in Skechers. Yeah, I did too. That one is a weird one. That one is definitely weird. But, like, I mean, what do you, what, like, so, some people are saying, like, because these are all, like, could have happened from, like, time travel or multiverse. Oh, you know what I realized about, like, looking at all this stuff? Hmm. Fruit Loops, uh, Looney Tunes, Jiffy, Cheez-Its, Double Stuff, all of those, like five of those examples are all just misspelled stuff. Right. It's not like actual, like serious right. written stuff. So people probably never actually looked at how it actually was spelt. Right. And they just assumed that it was, that's how you spell You know, they looked at it, and they're going through a grocery aisle, they look at double stuff Oreos, you just automatically assume that there's an F at the end of it. Like, you just kind of, like, you put it, you put the real stuff together, you say and then somewhere head, down like, the oh, head, you just kind of... Look at it, and you're like, wait it, a minute. It takes bits and pieces like, of I it. I don't remember that, because you just, in your head, automatically assume that there was two Fs in double stuff. Like double in stuff. a sense, it's good. Because that means our brains are kind of working. Right. Um... So you don't think it's time travel? You don't think someone's going back and changing the past? Or multiverse. Well, the multiverse one's kind of cool. I like to just think about it just because of the uh, the theory that there's an unlimited amount of and the universe universes. Are colliding. Yeah, and then that there's an unlimited amount of uh, outcomes or realities. And, and two, yeah. the universes are colliding, and one of them's ours, and their universe is different than ours and our universe but now it's like changing all together i mean think about it though if like in reality if that was to happen if two universes were to collide would that be the outcome i don't know you don't know do you, i mean i don't think anybody really knows no and then uh and then the other one's just kind of like misinformation now my personal opinion i just think it's false memory i think we jumped to conclusions yeah but i just think mine's false memory no, i think it's like, just I, I really do yeah. think that same I just think that I don't think it's real. Um, I think it's weird, and I think I think we just kind of want it to be different, or we maybe we just thought about it. Or I mean, honestly, like we were kids with a lot of this stuff. A lot of this stuff is for children, right? Or for young people. So like, when you kind of think about it, it's like, oh, I remember that as a kid. Like I grew up, like everything that like Monopoly, P- Pokemon. Um, Barristine or Barristain, however you want to pronounce it. Star Wars, like and Jif. Jif peanut butter. <laughs> like all, like Looney now, tears. like let's go ahead and be honest. Now, like what do you buy peanut butter? Like what? I honestly, sometimes I do get Skippy. Uh, I, I my like, wife, I, I think likes Peter, Peter Pan. Pan. I like Peter Pan. I like the Honey Peter Pan. Honey or Peter Pan is good, but I don't like regular Peter Pan. I don't remember. That was a thing I used to buy. Now, I'd, honestly, I just buy Walmart brand. I just buy Jif. Well, because Walmart brand tastes. 
fine. But yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I just buy the brand of the Walmart. But yeah, so I, you know, this episode was different, and in all honesty, it was kind of slow. There's not too much for it. Are we getting back into it? Yeah, we are. We've had like a two month hiatus. Um, the bizarre fifty states will get better. We'll have way better uh, entertaining uh, ones. We are also, you know, on like a very um, the dead of north right there. That was yeah, there's just a not a lot happening. And if there is, Canada's yeah, probably getting most of it. And then also uh, with the Mandela effect, there's not. It is as fun as it wants to be with your imagination. That's all I can really say about it. As deep as you want to go, it will go that deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it'll go as deep as you want to dig. And that might bring out more out of it. But realistically, I just don't see that. I just don't see it being a thing. And maybe just this is one of the first conspiracies that we've really done that I have just kind of, like, been like, nah, I'm not feeling this one. No. You know? So, which sucks. But at the same time, like, it is what it is. But I definitely would say that this is this is one of those ones that I, I definitely recommend the listeners to go out and go into the rabbit hole. Because I think you can have fun with it. Because you'll be like, no way, get out of here. Right. And then you're going to be like, mm, I knew that. That's kind of crazy that people didn't think that. So I definitely think that there's those itsy-bitsy ones. The James Bond one is still weird to me. Um... Skechers was weird. Yeah, Skechers was weird. But I definitely think with the James Bond one, I think... You know, I, I even own a pair of, like, work Skechers. That's kind of weird. But uh, with the James Bond one, it could have just easily been edited, you know? But maybe that's what they want us to believe. Just think about it. It's just, like, the world and everything, they're always filling us with misinformation, and they're trying to always misguide the citizens. So, like, who knows, you know, realistically? It's a good way to go crazy. It is. Uh... This episode definitely lasted a lot longer than I thought it would. It was the 50 states, most of it. It was you. You <laughs> spoke for like 15 minutes. It was crazy. But. Like a man, I tried with Vermont. <laughs> I did it for Vermont. But, uh. Thank Probably you guys. Very beautiful up there, though. I'm, I'm sure during the fall. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, for sure. We got a special episode coming up soon. I mean, we can say that, but we don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on in our personal lives and just in life in general. So we're doing the best that we can. Uh, you guys have a good one. Be safe out there. <laughs>